0: Chops it up at the end. They're like whispering, Bogus, Buns, King, one fat, one short, one lean. I was like, Yo, that shit went up. That shit went up. And if you are a fan of Wes Anderson, you know we are talking about the fantastic Mr. Fox today, released on November 25th, 2009. It was written by Wes Anderson and Noah Bombach. Uh, with a uh, based on the book by Roald Dahl, who spares mm-hmm. a striking resemblance to uh, Bean.
1: Uh, oh, hmm. that's cool. Yeah.
0: Fun, not fun really character. the
1: character I'd want to be in the movie, but uh,
0: no, no, no. Just a, just another little homage to him. But uh, <laughs> Wes Anderson, you know, the the love needs to be spread beyond Wes Anderson for this one. If you know a lot about behind the scenes, there's a uh, there's a funny, not a funny controversy per se, but there's there's funny behind the scenes stories about wes anderson's creation of this movie uh -hmm. the cinematographer the director of photography was tristan oliver the first switch up from wes anderson's typical lineup where it was usually robert yeoman for the live action stuff but animated wise he went with tristan oliver very very well established animation director of photography um there was also a few uh you know second unit and assistant directors So, uh, lots, lots, and lots of people who worked on this movie. Um, anywho, this is the Penny Bloom Podcast. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here.
1: Probably didn't do that. Oh,
0: Oh, yeah. And it's always a pleasure to have you. I just wanted to jump right into this one because Mm -hmm. I'm just so excited to talk about it. This, uh, the fantastic Mr. Fox, or not, no, the, just fantastic Mr. Fox, but, uh, the quote unquote fantastic Mr. Fox, as quote uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Fox would put it himself, um, I I fucking love this movie. And there's an interesting story behind this one with Wes Anderson's involvement, where he uh, was hardly there to direct this movie. Um, he directed a lot of it, largely from Paris, on over the computer, sending them emails about what he wanted done with the movie. And the director of animation did a lot of the, did a lot of direction. The cinematographer did a lot of direction, and this created a lot of uh, rumored um, beef behind the scenes between uh, director of photography Tristan Oliver and Wes Anderson, which was quickly dispelled. You know, they were both like, "Hey, man, that I don't think that's fair." Tristan Oliver said, "I've worked with a lot of directors who were less motivated and more irritating." So. Uh, I I loved me some Wes Anderson, and clearly he didn't he didn't dislike him enough to say no to another project ten years later, in Isle of Dogs. So uh, it's just yeah, the I, behind the scenes production of this is fascinating.
1: Yeah, I guess because I didn't because obviously live action with a the camera there, you know, probably more needy, you know needing to have Wes Anderson on set there, you know. But I wonder like how much of this was like post production, and how much like how much was it just like him being like yeah good or like I don't like. That's what I'm wondering. Is like, were the voices done after? Was it like, did they so, do the claymation first, or like, yeah, that's... yeah? So we got
0: a stop motion claymation feature here. There is only one scene that involves uh, CGI. The rest of it is all in camera shot, exactly as it appears. One um, scene, and it's the scene where the 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 mine gets flooded by the apple cider. That's the only scene okay. that uses CGI. <laughs>
1: Makes, um, yeah, that's hard. It would be very hard to do in stop motion. Yes, um, it would. But uh <laughs> everything yeah, else but, is in camera?
0: In camera. Uh everything is in camera in this movie. Uh there this movie is comprised of fifty-six thousand shots. Oh my god. Fifty-six thousand shots to create this movie. It's a uh it's a it's a marvel of of. Holy. Stop motion animation, man. This is a this is a brilliantly done movie. A lot of the voice work was fascinatingly enough done uh, in locations similar to that where the scenes would be set, mm-hmm. so that okay. the actors could get in the the mindset hmm. of their characters a little bit more. There are actually recordings <laughs> done underground. There's uh, a lot of stuff was recorded wow. in a barn in Connecticut. Um, hmm. There's actually one scene where it's during Owen Wilson's little part as the polar bear coach (laughs) uh, talking to uh, Christofferson where a plane flies by in the background and you hear the. That's because in the recording it was a perfect take, but a boat drove by in the background and you could hear it. So they had to animate a plane flying by and go ahead and incorporate it. So like just like little details like that are super fascinating about this
1: movie. Um. Yeah, I thought and, I was uh, gonna be totally like off guard. Like I I guess I don't know, like I I didn't think I thought that I would get used to it over time and that it would take me a little bit to get like used to the style and be fully in. Um but that was like gone within the first two minutes. I was like oh, I don't know, I'm like, oh my god, this just looks incredible. And like that's what I was focusing on more is like, oh my god, like this just every shot that is on like up just looks amazing. Dude, uh, it's a gorgeous
0: fucking movie, and that's why I, I wanted to spread the love beyond Wes Anderson, because like I said,
1: mm-hmm, he wasn't mm-hmm.
0: on set a lot, he was in Paris for pretty much the entire production, um, and was directing via emails, they would give, him, they would send him the scenes, he'd be like, okay, this is what we need to do, this is what we need to do, this is what we need to do. He would send them references with him acting uh-huh. while in Paris. Um, uh-huh. So just videos of him acting. And uh, fun fact: uh, Willem Dafoe's lines are the only ones that weren't recorded with everybody else. Um, he actually recorded in Paris with Willem Dafoe <laughs> after the production was over. Um, with Wes Anderson, Willem Dafoe did. I said, is he Willem just
1: Dafoe like Dafoe. Willem Dafoe more? Is it like they're just like, I don't know, or just like it was. I'm not the last sure what the story is there. Did. I just Where, know that like, that's just... the
0: case. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, hey, I mean, it played out pretty well. Willem Defoe came in and just absolutely demolished this security guard. Like, yeah. and, you know, I'm curious. Security. If, yeah, and I'm curious if, like, he does this on, like, his own, you know? Or if, like, if Bean actually knows that he's right. down there, you know? Or if he's no. just, like, doing it on his own. I don't thing. think
0: there's any chance that's the case.
1: Yeah, no? Like, and I was wondering, I'm like, because. Mr. Fox, he does yell out of the sewer at the end and like communicate, and they other. do understand. So like there is in like that was interesting to see. And maybe it happened earlier, but that was like the part when it clicked. I'm like, oh, they can actually understand the, no, that and, is like, the what part that
0: cues um, you into the fact that they can uh, understand
1: each other. OK, so I was like and then when that happened, I'm like, wait a minute. So like does Rat actually talk to like Mr. Is it Mr. Bean or just Farmer Bean or? Um, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess you know, Mr. Whatever. Bean. Um, yeah mr mr franklin bean um but man yeah i I was just so like i was already taken in awe like by the whole movie and then just you hear those snaps you hear the western theme you know you just and the the switchblade throwing it in between like each hand you know he's just like so smooth with it and i'm but oh your lady
0: was the town taught in her day
1: (laughs) i like if i wasn't I had no idea it was Willem Dafoe, and then I got on IMDb, and then I'm like, well, hold on a minute, and I'm like, yeah. what, like, what? Because uh, I knew George Clooney, just the voice, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's George Clooney there, you know, that's, wow. I don't know, for, pretty, gonna, pretty, um. yeah, and, and very monotone, very straightforward voice delivery here, you know, like, yeah. I've noticed it getting, like, stronger, like, um, with the Dar like, Darla G. Ling Limited, like, it was pretty stronger there than in the previous ones, but this was, like... Very straight to the point. Like I don't know. Only probably Willem Dafoe, Meryl Streep. Yeah, and then Ash sometimes had a little emotion, but like even what's uh southern or Sutherland? I feel like that's wrong. Christofferson. Sutherland. What the heck am I? Do? Yeah, Christopherson. I knew it was like some long name, but Christofferson was very like just monotone. You know, like just mm. delivering the lines, and and I think it's it just shows how strong his story, like the storytelling is. Like it doesn't mm. it doesn't matter. You don't need. All of this emotion for like some lines, you know, like even I think you need to find a new life of work. You know, they get trapped. You, okay, like just yeah. just a simple okay, and then later on yeah, in the movie, pregnant. whenever he's breaking it all down, he's breaking a plan, and then like um, the possum. Possum. What's the, what's the possum's name? Kylie. Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. Like just hits him with an okay, and he's like, "Don't just say okay. I'm breaking it down here. Like you, you got to give me something more than that, or you yeah, know, don't, something like that. Don't but, just
0: say okay. This is kind of a big deal." He goes, "Oh, okay. Thank you."
1: Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: I, I loved me some Kylie, man. And I, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I had a great time with this movie. You know, I think this is so far in 2023 my most watched movie at four times now. I've oh, watched yeah. it twice in the last couple of days in anticipation of this podcast, and uh, I, 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 I fucking love it, man. I, you know, it's it's interesting because it hits me in a different way than the other ones do, and I mean that yeah. in a like less of a sense, you know, mm-hmm. like. I don't cry the way I do at the end of life aquatic or the way I do in darjeeling limited uh there's there's one point that does make me tear up a little bit, but i'm not I'm not sobbing or anything mm-hmm. um, yeah
1: I'm like a feel good tear yeah, up yeah exactly it's like, no. it's like ah like this is this is right this I'm glad yeah. you know this is the way it's going, and like exactly okay. and, and not not a, a ball. I know ugly cry. No anything like that. But I have, I've
0: like, had, yeah. I've had ugly cries in this director spotlight with Wes Anderson. This movie doesn't mm-hmm. bring me any of them though. And, uh, this one's more of just a marvel of how satisfyingly well done it is. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what makes it probably so far the most revisitable in my opinion. Um, and there's, there's hour, also a factor is that hour like, and 25, hour and 26, nice. 27. Yeah. It great. makes it super easy to watch. Uh, and you know the just it's so satisfying the color palette the visuals used it's gorgeous and the score you know this was actually nominated at the oscars for best uh best mm-hmm. original soundtrack for for an animated film um and it did lose it was nominated for two uh oscars best animated feature film and that one and it lost both to up
1: oh well okay dang yeah yeah okay well good year
0: yeah good year for animated film i suppose
1: (laughs) but i guess two different veins of animation even like kind of though it's like it's like even they're both animation sure but it's like it's very hard to compare pixar animation versus stop motion um but i I was just taken back by so many shots like i have a few that that aren't going to be my favorite but i just kind of put them in there to just bring light to them Right. Um. And like, there's just one very simple Mister Bean. Mister, I, I, yeah, it just sounds weird to call him Mister Bean. Right. Farmer right. Bean. Farmer Bean just stand at the top of his steps. You know, his wife grabbed two cider things. And he's like, "How about three?" She puts the other one back, and he opens the door just to like look down there for a split second, and just you know smokes his cigarette or his whatever he's smoking, and just lights his face up a little bit. And I'm like, "Just what a nice little D, you know." Like yeah. I don't know, just a nice like light up on his face. I'm like, they just really thought of everything there, and like, um, but then just. There's just so many landscape shots that, like, are just, I don't like, every single, like, the camera is set up for a very, very specific purpose in this. Like, for stop motion, mm-hmm. you gotta make sure you know where your camera is, and, like, it yeah. usually doesn't move the camera. For a and very why, extended
0: period of time.
1: And that's why the opening shot has, like, a, there's, like, a tracking shot when it's, like, showing Mr. and Mrs. Fox just go up and, like, just like scale the farm, and, like, be- before they get in the cage... Like the camera's moving the whole time, and I'm like, "That's I don't know that." Like I was just trying to think of like how they did that behind the scenes because that's all so the stop meticulous, motion, man. There's yeah. another
0: one later on in the movie when they're all in the Flint mine, and it starts with uh, the mole playing the piano, and it oh, it pans oh. all the way through the mine as the the rabbits that's in the right. kitchen cooking, and everyone's sitting at the how table. The
1: hell, like, dude, it's gorgeous. I, like. like but just the how they did it, like when it like stop motion, at least what I've known is like the camera does not move whatsoever because if you move the camera, then everything's just fucked. You know, you got to move everything else with it. But like so they had to like track the camera and like but there were so many different things going on in the background, too. And it's like, I don't know. It's insane. And I was just I was taken back and I was just like, oh, OK, I'm I'm not griping about this style any longer because it's mm. it's like just making me in awe, like almost every shot. Um dude,
0: it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. And uh part of that is that, you know, I like I mentioned this movie is composed of almost fifty-six thousand shots. Um
1: wow. which
0: is just astonishing. It was all together made made for this movie were five hundred and thirty five puppets.
1: Like, is that how many characters are in there, or just like there's multiple? There's
0: multiple. For example, Mr. Fox had 17 different styles alone, and each style had to be done six different sizes. He alone had 102 puppets, Mr. Fox.
1: Oh my god, I didn't think about that because every emotion that's on their face, Mm -hmm. every time their face changes, that's like a like the smile that he had, you know, like that weird, weird. Weird, yeah, this <laughs> super teeth. cheesy smile, yeah, like that's oh my actually god! A, uh,
0: that's actually another interesting little detail. When foxes are scared, they bear their teeth. So
1: I'm pregnant, oh and he just he just yeah. cheeses and he goes, "Wow, we're gonna have a cub. That's okay. great news. That makes a lot more sense. Okay, wow, I didn't even think. Okay, yeah, duh, all the animal." Yeah, aspects of the movie, like, and I love, even whenever he gets into him and he starts, like, saying the Latin names of everyone mm. and, like, all the strengths and, you know, of, of everyone, it's like, that's, that's what makes us so great, you know, is we're all so different, we all have different strengths, and what, what can we do, you know, and going one by one, like, yeah, you're fast, alright, you got that, alright, good, you're, you're, demolitions expert, what, since when, you know, like, what, where did that come from, but... <laughs> Explosions! Uh... Blowing things up! Fire! Uh. <laughs> okay, hey, I mean, Everyone's got their own strengths, you know? Um, and I, don't, I think that's, like, one of the bigger themes behind the movie is just, you know, being different. You know, like, that. I think that comes with, with Ash He's just um, the most. Yeah. Different. Different. Yeah, and, like, I love... The little hand motions. And oh, that. man, yeah. And he, Mr. Fox, he has his, like, the, the snap and, like, you know, his own, his trademark. And then, and then yeah, Kylie. Is it Kylie? Was that right? Yeah, Kylie kylie tries to do his at the end and it's just like hey you got it man yeah you, that was yeah. sick That's like, oh, oh
0: i see it was that your trademark <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah and he, and he does a little shrug which is actually his trademark because he does it all the time throughout the movie
1: yeah either the he shrug goes, or the the signal that he gives a little, whenever a they're signal yeah whenever yeah. they're what what's that i guess um because like eyes. With, an, a, with a possum like because they play dead a lot mm. right and i didn't know if that was like but then mr fox did it after he was like chased by the rabies you know rabies dog yeah um and he was just <laughs> and gave gave the signal and everything so i, I was just like okay it's probably is, is that it is that the thing okay cool yeah crazy eyes uh, oh my god like life aquatic yeah, like, i don't know yeah like, like life aquatic was there i felt like there were a couple of references to his old movies in here um and i could just be stretching but there was like a train you know in like the background of some shots and i'm like why do you put a train? And you know, we filmed a, the last movie we talked about was on a the train. The ceiling limited. You know, yeah. Nice to see.
0: Um, yeah, the little train set and stuff. There's actually mm-hmm. a train that goes by in the background multiple times throughout this movie, and that is the same train that is used for the train set.
1: Yeah, yeah that's the one I was talking about. I forgot about the train set the, in his room. I was talking about, yeah, the other one in the background, but even yeah, that's
0: I don't know. Even, it's not, like, literally, it's the same. Wow. It's the same train oh. used in multiple in multiple situations. Um. Oh, like literally behind the it, scenes. It, it yes, it is the same. Okay, same I got train. You. <laughs> um, yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's that's. But there was another thing that I wanted to connect to his older movies. You know, we we've pointed out like these these little Beatles references throughout mm-hmm. uh, his his movies. You know, and Hey Jude and the Royal Tenenbaums and the Yellow Submarine and Life Aquatic. Darjeeling limited had multiple scenes where they were walking one right after the other, like the cover of Abbey road. Um, okay. For yeah. The Beatles. Yeah, um, yeah. this one is much more layered as the recording for, uh, the Bogus Bunsen Beam uh, limerick mm-hmm. was done by a choir in, uh, in England at Abbey road studios where the Beatles recorded Abbey road. Um, West so that Beatles. one's more layered, not exactly face value. Mm-hmm. Um, but another he, he another kinda, tiny Beatles reference there.
1: Yeah, kind of I don't know. Looking at West, he kind of like looks like he could be the fifth, you know, a fifth Beatle, like a, a yeah, long lost Beatle brother. Little um, Beatles. But yeah, this I'm I'm struggling to think if like because every West movie that I've watched, I've come away like, yeah, I've liked this one better than better than the last. Like he just keeps getting better and better and better. Mm. And this one, I think. It's like the most rewatchable for like the short runtime and like just it's such a different movie. It's so creative and like it's just just amazing to watch in general. But I think I think this is my favorite. Like I, I would put this at the top. It, it's like really close with Darby Jing mm-hmm. right now though for me. And I, I don't I don't quite know if it is my number one. But it's like I don't really know how to how to compare them. Like the Like even though these are um, Wes Anderson movies, like this this movie was so different than the previous three but at the same time like had all of his trademark like stuff to it and so it's like it's so different but also the so like the same at the same time like, i get um but i just i don't know i was just taken away by by how like invested in the story that i was you know it's just like random animals stealing you know and i'm like i i didn't even know really where it's going i have i have no clue and it's just I don't know. I'm I'm just along for the ride, along for some some George Clooney, you know, Ocean's Eleven, you know, heists. Um, is Fat he just man. always a heist guy? Yeah. Is he just is is that George Clooney's just like his role? He just he just always he's a thief and he's a good one at I guess. Um, yeah. Right. I wonder um, if if like they knew to go to George Clooney first for this role, or if there was like. Um, Anyone else? Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know what the uh, sort of audition process was or anything. You know, there's a uh, there are rumors that were never substantiated that uh, Wes Anderson even spoke to that on the set of Life Aquatic he approached uh, he approached Kate Blanchett about the role that Meryl Streep ends up with, uh-huh. um, but. That didn't even go further than that conversation they had on set. So there was like for years, there were a bunch of stuff floating around online about like, oh, what if this would have been this was the original cast idealized for the (laughs) for Fantastic Mr. Fox? And he was like, that's not true. We kind of got everyone we wanted to play these roles. And that was uh, that was that, you know, and I I mean, you can't go wrong with Meryl Streep, Mm -mm. you know, Uh, Meryl Streep actually gets my performance for this uh, for this movie. I absolutely adored her. And the role of Mrs. Fox, you know uh she mm. does get to do the most, i think emotion wise you yeah. know uh why'd you have to get us into this foxy and mm. and shit like that? uh my favorite line delivery in the movie, not my favorite line, but my favorite line delivery contact <laughs> whenever she yells that and uh blows the shit up mm-hmm. dude i i adore that i thought that was awesome
1: uh whenever she gives him a little little scratch in the face like i'm about yeah. to lose my temper or like you know when, when? when's it when I'm, I'm about i'm about to lose my temper He's like well, yeah it now like now like you know a little and then well, his oh, eyes oh, fill
0: up with tears and like yeah. oh man oh, whenever that... the eyes fill up with tears bro that shit hurts because like again that's what makes these this sort of performance effective the way that everything is mostly monotone there is it's very matter of fact it is very just straight to the point whenever uh the eyes fill up with tears whenever Meryl Streep does go why'd you have to get us into this foxy mm-hmm. shit like that hits because of how level the rest of the movie is mm-hmm. you know Uh and
1: it, it, you're like oh damn mm-hmm. that shit's yeah, that- good that scene right there, the sewer waterfall redemption arc that Mr. Fox went on there. You know, um, I mean, I, I don't think there's any other scene. I think that's kind of what the whole—I don't know—the the crux of the movie is right there. Yeah. It's, it's you know he's trying to bring back the glory days, you know, and he's like just this, this one last job to do it all, you know, and and I think he's I've going to be the scumboat fantastic Mr. Uh, Fox, or else.
0: I want everybody to be impressed and a little bit intimidated by me or else I'm not gonna mm-hmm. feel good about myself.
1: Yeah, and it's like I've never like it's so simple and like the delivery's like there and it's cra- it's a fox that is stealing from three farmers and it's stop motion, but like it, it's so crazy that like it just gets you to stop and think like, Oh wow like it just gets you to to think of your own life and just be like, Wow, like how is this claymation movie? getting me to step back and actually like contemplate my life right now um Mm. like there's through many different characters like i feel like i've just i don't like mr fox i related with a little bit just uh, but not fully but like ash is uh yeah i don't know an amazing character throughout this movie and like uh just just being different like whenever he's you know the the uh i think the line that i will go with is his delivery of um hey do you know i I could could fit through there yeah, and he's like, "Do you want to know, you know why? What? Because I'm little." And yeah. it, like, I thought he was gonna say different, you know, or, or like something. Because I, 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 it was just, but then we, you know, that that payoff is later, you know, yeah. after after the the apple crate or whatever. But yeah. but it was so it was just so satisfying, yeah. and he like he embraces it, you know, and like he's he's fully embracing the difference. Yeah, he says
0: it with pride. And, he's because the whole movie, you know, he's he's been little. he's been feeling down about himself, you know, even uh, the Beaver's son. Who's very who's a dick to him the whole time? He's like, why is your why is your brother such a bag of what was it bag bag of bag of milk or something like yeah. that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, regardless, yeah, he's well... like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, he dre- he dresses like a girl. Mm-hmm. He's really small and he's just different.
1: Um, mm-hmm. You're sounding you're sounding like a bully. Are you a bully? Um, why are you taking I, off I, I... your shoe? So I don't break your nose whenever I kick it or whatever, you know, like, yeah. and he gets his, you know, gets his... I can fight uh, my own just,
0: battles, No, you can't.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like, it, it's, at first, you know, he's, he's so just mad at everything. He's like, oh, like, of course my father's paying more attention to Christofferson because he's everything, you know, we want the perfect dive at the beginning. You know, that, that splash, like, it, like, just... That's the thing, this movie's pretty funny too. Mm. Like it's it's very enjoyable in that sense, is like it's
0: And just, it's also his, far and away his most family friendly so far. Like mm, uh Oh this totally. Is, yeah. This is one that you can you can watch with a small child, but adults are just definitely gonna get a little bit more out of it, you know, uh thematically. It's just it's my my line is uh I I, I debated on this and I, I ended up switching what I had my line as for my scene and changing my line uh, where he says, uh, but in the end we're going to eat tonight and we're going to eat together. Yeah. We'll, we'll eat tonight and we'll eat together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just kind of some su- sum- summarized just the way that this was about being together and yeah. coming together as a family in the face of odds that seem insurmountable and just kind of pushing through it as, and as long as you're together, you can do it because even connecting it to my favorite scene, the scene that you spoke to, that's kind of unquestionably it. Whenever he decides to go on his uh, suicide mission, quote unquote, where he tells tells her, you know, maybe if I turn myself in, they'll let the rest live and mm. you know, I'll be the only one that goes. And, you know, Meryl Streep breaks and then he goes and talks to his son, tells the whole story. Ash steps all over his lines and that specifically is more my favorite part of the scene. That's when I have mm. the tears welling in my eyes and stuff is uh, whenever he goes, uh, and Ash, I'm so glad that he was you. Mm. It's not your fault. No, yeah. It's mine. Ugh. Oh,
1: man. Oh. And you see Ash, like his reaction to, and like, because yeah. Mr. Fox he says that and just kind of like leaves. And he's like on his way, like saying goodbye to everyone. But his like he, it well sticks with, too. yeah, it sticks with Ash for a little bit, you know, and you're just like, like oh man, it's and that's that's how West does it. Even though it's it's to a lesser degree, this movie like the emotional hits, they still hit all the same. You know, it's like oh yeah, whenever I'm supposed to feel the emotion and like during the movie, I'm I am tearing up and I'm feeling good. Those heartstrings are being tugged, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Um, and I wonder if it's just. The like stop motion animation that's that's you know if if this was live action you know would yeah I... if these
0: were humans how different would that would I would that resonate with me you know part of the reason certain scenes make me sob is because in Life Aquatic whenever Bill Murray breaks after saying I wonder if it remembers me that makes me break you know when whenever that happens whenever Adrian Brody in the Darjeeling Limited is like looking in the mirror at his brother and Jason Schwartzman's looking at him, and they all just kind of, like, stand there for a second, kind of in awe of what's happening. That makes Mm -hmm. me break, you know? Like, that's... uh, there's The human aspect of these stories does matter, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And that does make it hit a little bit harder as far as relatability. But uh, they did it about as much as they could in a story about foxes and badgers and beavers and...
1: Oh, my. You know? Um, I mean, it's very... Why you know, the wild animal side of the story is, mm-hmm. like, we're all wild animals, and it's like, it's not just the animals on screen, like, he's trying to, t- like, you look at humans just a couple hundred years ago, even now, we're wild as fuck, like, we are yeah. not, like, we're, we seem domesticated, but man, if we're, if we're g- taken back to our, like, instincts, we're wild, and, like, and, and I think, like, it's just, it's such a, a, a what a, a movie to make me like step back and be like oh yeah like humans a h- couple hundred years ago we really were like that and like now look at us now like we think we're so domesticated and like we do all these things like when he's getting his breakfast made for him and he's in his tie reading the newspaper but then he starts mm-hmm. to eat and just absolutely <laughs> like crazy, and it's little things like that that's like it I I feel like he's trying to, to get to something like that you know mm-hmm. where to say that humans aren't so different from the animal world. You know, like, we're all part of the... kind of the same world here. Um, And the humans that are in this movie are honestly more wild than the animals that we see. Mm. Like, we see three farmers that get absolutely obsessed with a singular fox, you know? And I guess they can't talk to each other and, like, maybe they've been stolen from before. You know, the reputation has to be upheld. But they get every hand on their farm, on deck, to try to kill this fox, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. instead of just doing the work or whatever. It's like taking kind of like in, in game of Thrones and house of the dragon where like children just kind of get roped into all of the family drama, you know, sort of thing, but on just a a different scale here, not family. Um, it's kind of like the same thing. Like it's, it's just a, like a war between the humans and animals in this movie. And and it's just, it's very interesting to, to look at the like dynamics of, of how it all is going on.
0: Well, and I think it also, there's, there's a few layers here, you know, speaking to the, uh, You know, we're just wild animals thing. Um, Emily pointed out to me something that I hadn't really considered because I like your perspective a lot and I I totally agree with it. There's this other element to it, uh, this layered meaning where for humans, that's we're only human. You know, we make mistakes. We fuck up. We mm-hmm. we don't we don't do everything right. But in the end, we have to push forward. We're just we give in to our base. We give into our baser instincts because we're only human. Because we're wild animals. You know, like that's uh, mm-hmm. it's it, it. There's kind of a a, a level like an e- a, a, an equality there that kind mm-hmm. of uh, I make a connection to, and uh, I really appreciated that perspective. And then to speak more to the whole. Um, Bogus Bunsen beans sending everything after them, you know, I think there's this uh you know speaking to the connection between humans and animals, like there's this layer of corporate greed and the way it destroys mm. ecosystems and the way it can endanger uh animal life and the fact that it's not it's it's not that they just don't care if it affects animal life, it's that they are actively. Going out of their way to destroy
1: animal life, yeah. you know, yeah. it's all about the money, you know, for <laughs> the and and that's like I've, I don't know, just like recently we've been been growing some like tomatoes and stuff in our backyard, and like I didn't realize like animals like to eat that stuff. Like mm-hmm. if it's out there, like little little slugs and bugs, they like to eat that stuff, and you got to try to do stuff to like keep animals away from all your your goods and stuff like that. But I don't know. I was just kind of like I did after watching this movie. I was just kind of like I don't know, maybe. Maybe Maybe I just, just maybe, maybe maybe I grow, just grow more and let, let some go, you know, just, I, I, I have like, after watching a, a, like, I guess, I don't know. I've always loved animals and nature and everything like that. I I wouldn't harm a fly. You know, I hate hate killing any animal, even like spiders. I, I, I leave spiders because they get rid of all the other bugs in your house. You know, and if you see a spider, it means that they've probably killed hundreds of other bugs that could have gotten in your house. So no, and they're way more afraid of of us than we are of them. You know, mm-hmm. like we are the apex predator of Earth right now, and I, like we can do anything we want. You know, if any, like I don't know, but you plop us down in the middle of the rainforest with nothing. I like I don't know. Like I I couldn't survive more than two days. Like uh, I and like that.
0: In that situation, you can be killed by a mosquito.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's you know? true. Yeah. But, Malaria, just some, you mm-hmm. know, one, st- boom, done. Or a freaking, what am I gonna do against that tiger? You know, like what, what am I gonna do? Run, and I can't even run. It's faster than me. If it's hungry, I'm. That's that's about oh, it. You know, um, that's I don't know the connection with the animal world that Wes has is is so cool, and it's like to a lesser mm-hmm. degree in, in his other movies, um, but this one it's like full.
0: That's all. Run, this you know, it's is, it's yeah. that's all
1: it is. Uh, which is it's really nice to see like. His perspective on on uh, animal life and just nature and how, you know, we are just kind of fucking up our home, you know, a little bit by, you know, we need to feed everyone on Earth. And that's very important. But maybe the way we go about it is just a little.
0: And I thought that something that was funny about this movie is that even even the other animals don't view chickens as a valid life form. They're like, yeah, we'll eat eat those motherfuckers. What's up with Uh, that?
1: That's, I never, I didn't really <laughs> understand that part. I'm like, one bite, you know, just gotta, like.
0: I think it's just, uh, it's, when it comes to the animal kingdom, it's a different ball game. You know, there's not, mm. you know, like, you know, I know he says, you gotta go to the five and dime and pick up a chicken, da da, da, da but like, uh.
1: You know, sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty to get this shit done, you know? That's the circle of life there, you know? Like, we we get all our food prepackaged and stuff, but if you see where it actually comes from, that's, you know... It's getting
0: hunted. Someone is going Um, somewhere and eating... destroying that shit. Dang. Yeah, what a... Man.
1: Just, what a... Like, a movie that just makes you think about so many different things. Makes me think about... You know, am I trying too hard in my life to impress people when I don't need to? Right. Am I – you know, what, what parts of me are different that I can, you know, accentuate and, like, show There's people and, like, little. be proud of them? Yeah, like, I'm little as fuck. And after, you know, after seeing that, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I can't change that. What can I do about that, you know? I could fit through little spaces if I ever need to break someone out of an apple crate and need to fuck oh, yeah. up my karate chop, you know, of this apple crate. But, hey, uh, he, he got light. the job done. You were light um, as a feather. Um I, I thought it
0: was hilarious how much Christopherson it's not it's not this guy, but he reminded me a lot of Michael Sarah um
1: in his in his delivery. Hmm. Uh okay. sounded, it sounded a lot like him. You were lighter than a feather. Um Can yeah. you give me a quick karate lesson? Sure. Okay. Let's cover the basics. Running, jumping, or like yeah, yeah. whatever like whenever he just gave him his quick little lesson there, like oh, it was so beautiful. But then it actually oh. mattered, you know, like yeah. It's the pull away. It's it's the, the, or whatever that creates the impact of, or creates the impact or whatever. And then you yep. see him at the end whenever he does the whole, I forgot what the sport was that they, you know, called in there, but he basically just did the whack whole. Bat or yeah, like that. yeah, something. Yeah, and, you know, at the end and has the whack bat, hits the lock, but then pulls away very fast, you know, and then, yeah. like, you just see the lock fall off. And it's, there's so many, like, satisfying payoffs like that in this movie. I think that's what makes it just so good is that each character. Has these like little things that you're like, oh, that just feels good. Like the um, Kylie's little signal or trademark that he does at the it's it's small. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really do anything for the movie, but it's like at least, you know, he had something like I don't know. Yeah. It was like um, every character meant had a very crucial role in the success and the survival of everyone oh, yeah. at the end.
0: Yeah, there's like a little revolutionary story built into this, like hidden somewhere in there, which I really love, yeah. you know, the, uh, the, the way the little mouse even gets involved. And he's like, uh, he's like, I want to fight. And they're like, and he's like, fuck yeah, you do. Come on now. Um, uh, and he goes out there. He's, he's fucking them up. Like, I love that shit. You know, there's, <laughs> there's nobody left behind. And whenever, uh, Kylie's like, uh, what do I do? What's my strength? He's like, well, to be honest with you, I don't even, I don't know your, latin name i don't even think they had opossums in ancient rome uh your strength is just kind of being around you're always there you're always there to help and you know what i appreciate that and it comes through in the end <laughs> he has he has the titanium card how can how can you afford this what how how did you get this he's like i have great credit i pay my bills
1: on time uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it, and even the people got roped into it at the beginning they were kind of pissed like it was a uh, demolition man what's a badger. What's, uh, badger yeah badger coming in he's like how you, God, I'm so, you've got, so many animals are going to die because of this, you know, like, you're so stupid, why did you do this, blah, 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 but then, you know, after the feast, you know, the feast, I'd say, people are like, oh, okay, I like, I like this, you know, this is comfy, even though we're in a sewer, smells like, you know, shit, but we got a lot of food here, mm. only for a little bit, you know, before they get flushed away, but that, that moment there that they had when they all were together, and, and, uh I don't know, it was just really, really nice to see them all come together and, and then when they do get flushed yeah, I away, <laughs> we're, I, I appreciate that we're all here and we're, we're becoming more aware of each other. I want to say that again,
0: aware. And then like, uh, as at that are cut over to Ash and, uh, Christopherson not being there and him being completely unaware. Uh, yeah. very fucking funny. And that whole scene is really funny because Badger stands up. and He's like, I want to, I want to do a toast. Uh, it's a shame that it took tragedy to kind of bring y'all here, but you finally took me up on my offer to hold you at the Flint mine and uh mm-hmm. the, the way Mr. Fox is like, What's this badger talking about? My invitation must have got lost in the mail, and then he stands up and he's like, No, nah, but seriously, sorry, B and he he takes over the toast and it's like <laughs> That shit was so fucking funny, you know? Like I think that uh that's one thing that I on first watch don't think I appreciated enough out of this movie was just how funny it is, and the more you watch it the more you can take in these little small things mm. that are really funny.
1: And, uh, like the cuss, they never cuss. Yes. It's always cuss, cuss, cuss. Like honestly, you cuss with me. It worked. Like this is so. I would rather them just say like, I don't what know. Like yeah, like it was honestly you funnier. Cuss. You son like, of it a was, cuss. You cuss yeah, cuss. Funnier, more family friendly. Like it just works all around. Like and hmm. I'm, I didn't realize that. Like you can actually just replace every cuss word with cuss, but right. you know what cuss word they're saying in the <laughs> situation. You know, it's like uh, it was so just. Yeah, and they just ah, rah, rah. just ah, yeah all those again. <laughs> even the line
0: before that, when the Badger's like, "I strongly advise you not to buy this home," and he's like, uh, "I hear your advice. You are a smart man. I am not going to follow it." Um, he's like, "I will not mm-hmm. be doing it.
1: Uh, I need to get out of this hole," you know. <laughs> and he's he wasn't <laughs> but, uh, uh,
0: one more thing with the little cuss. Did you notice mm-hmm. that at one point when they rise up out of their little when they're they're on top of a building or something? There is graffiti in the background that says "cuss." oh i didn't
1: catch it's, that yeah, no it, that's pretty yeah, awesome that's one of those things
0: on rewatch that you'll just have to you, you just catch and uh there's graffiti cuss. that's like <laughs> just says cuss um which is hilarious you know uh l- little details like that are outstanding and uh apparently that was one that was kind of offhand at first like they just kind of did that once and then they were like well i think we ought to do it for the whole movie it's it's funny it makes sense you always know what it's know what it's talking about you yeah. know
1: it just worked no, yeah, it worked and I love the whenever they had to keep digging, you know, they were just mm. digging to get out of out of all the trouble and, and they would stop by at just really cool places, like the cave paintings that were down there. Um, at like one point there were like some like old like just cave paintings, the like uh crystalish I don't know what to call it, like the amethyst I don't I don't know, just that very sparkly room that mm. Mr. and Mrs. Fox talked in for a Middle. little bit. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, I think it was more just to show, like, the destruction that the farmers were causing. You know, like, look at all these beautiful things that are down there uh, just below this, tree, you know, a home. The tree was a home to begin mm-hmm. with, and then they had to dig down to to get to safety and everything. But then you see all these beautiful things that are below it. You see the cave paintings. You see this, this mineral wall. You see all, like, you know, they eventually get to a sewer, but they blow up all the beautiful stuff, you know, for them yep. to have to go to the sewer. And uh, I thought it was just the... I guess I don't know if I'm looking too you know too far into it, but i mean it's it's pretty clear that like he's trying to say that we're we're doing a lot of damage to our oh, to yeah. earth, you know um, and I love any time that pops up in any movie um and it's just there's so many different themes that I feel like I can pull like from this movie and it's like mm. a perf like I didn't think about that, but like a perfect kids' movie like a oh, kid yeah. not gonna get everything you know out of the movie, but then just. I mean, there's not really anything bad in here that you're gonna be like, oh, well, I wish my kid didn't see that. It's like, no, like I, I kind of would want my my child to see this movie. Mm, 100%. Um, yeah, and I didn't even think about that aspect, but it's, yeah, a lot of times, like a, a lot of people just stay away from animation because they think it is childlike. Um, mm-hmm. Like I was talking to my brother yesterday at dinner, and he was like, "Is there like a new Spider-Man movie coming out or something?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like the second... Miles Morales, you know, across the Spider Verse, and he goes, "The second one," and I'm like, "You haven't seen the first one?" and I'm like, "Oh my!" I was like, "Wait a minute!" I'm like, "What?" and he's like, "Yeah, it's just animated." You know, I I, I just don't like animated movies, and I'm like, "Oh, dude!" I'm like, "This it's gonna you're gonna watch the movie and you're gonna change your mind on that." Oh, um, it,
0: I mean, and I I was guilty of that too, you know. There, mm-hmm. I, I didn't yeah. see and in, in the Spider Verse is literally what changed my perspective of animation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't that I was uh like. Oh no, that shit's for kids. It was just like I would watch them and stuff, but I wasn't like when End of the Spider Verse came out, I didn't see that in theater because mm. I was like, yeah. well, Mm-mm. I was like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And That's not fair. It absolutely does matter, you know. Uh, and that's uh, I'm, I'm seeing the next. I saw the I saw the second one yesterday. Um, comes out comes
1: out today. That's right. Um, yeah.
0: Speaking um, of uh, Jason Schwartzman. Also a voice in Across the Spider Verse. Go catch that.
1: Um, oh well, hell yeah. Yeah, he Might plays. Uh,
0: he'll be playing Spot, the guy who can like reach through the little holes and like. Yeah. Grab yeah shit. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's Jason Schwartzman. Um, wow. So Jason uh, Schwartzman he did. He did sense. wonderful in the movie. I know that for sure after having seen it. Um, he almost got my
1: performance.
0: Um, he definitely, okay. got,
1: my um, yeah, he definitely got my
0: character. Yeah, that's that's good. My character glad he's
1: getting something because he, he i mean he was
0: also very close to getting my performance too he almost got the clean sweep in that regard um
1: got my but, line though i i gotta give him a nod somewhere because yeah. i love that character so much but but i don't know i i couldn't give the performance anyone other than willem defoe here like i don't it was, no, just, it, so was good. Ah, it was too it was just too like that's the thing i think i i said this off mic um but usually whenever we do these, I, I have like I hear a line and I'm like, okay, that's for sure my line Or I see a shot and I'm like, okay, that's for sure my shot. Never have I really been like, Oh, this is I know for sure my character, or I know for sure my performance. And I initially locked him in as my character just because I thought it was, you know, more fitting, like it wasn't a a, a big part of the movie, um, but the character, you know, the design and all the choices they made to, you know, for him and stuff like that. But I think it makes just way more sense to put put him down for the performance because, Hmm. I mean, I guess the only thing I did kind of look into um, or I heard um, was that Willem Dafoe, like, actually, like, did these movements and, like, was, like, kind of doing these, like, behind the scenes and stuff like that. And I just – I want to see that so bad. Like, if that is on camera, you know, and recorded, like, just actually seeing real Willem Dafoe do that would be amazing. Um, Right. Yeah, I did – I had – Whenever I was first coming in this movie, I'd be like, yeah, probably one of the main characters is going to be my performance. You know, usually it's how it goes. But a rat played by Willem Dafoe, a security rat, ends up Mm. taking the cake for me. And it's like, I would never have expected that. Um, And the redemption he gets. uh, The boy is being held in an
0: apple crate on top of a gun cabinet in the attic of Bean Annex. Would you have told me
1: that if I didn't kill you first? Never. Uh, He's like,
0: what did you do all all this for? Cider.
1: Like melted gold. Then he dies. So, was it that he was sipping on it the whole time? Or that he never actually sipped on it at all? And that was his first taste there.
0: Yeah, so I think there's a little message here. About about selling out for the man. And never getting what you wanted out of it. You know? Mm, Like, yeah. he sold out. He he clearly used to run with Fox. I mean, they had a rivalry of some sort. You know, it's not like it was. Oh, yeah. Friendship. <laughs> but uh, they they used uh-huh. to be in the same circle. You know, him being like, uh, what are you doing? You working here now? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's my job. And he's like, he's like, that's bullshit. You know, he was a scoundrel. He was a mm. rapscallion. That yeah. was those were the vibes I was getting off the <laughs> rat, you know, and uh, the mm. the eulogy line just uh just devastating you know uh redemption sure but in the end he's just another dead rat in the alley behind the chinese restaurant Um, and i think that's more speaking to the way humans view dead animals you know he's like yeah he might have reached that redemption for us for sure but to the to the humans he sold out for and the and worked for he's just another dead rat you know
1: man that's true every time you see like a a dead like dead animal on the street or like wrote i don't know you never really think of like oh yeah that animal had a whole life you know before Mm -hmm. this and just like you never really think about that at all but it takes it takes a takes willem dafoe as a a rat and then uh you know western style snapping and throwing a switchblade back and forth the the fight that they had like the uh like the strobe light you know it's oh that that was it the uh I, I wanted to see if this was another connection to one of his previous movies with The Life Aquatic whenever Steve goes on his Rambo rampage mode and everyone's blindfolded and can't oh, yeah. see it. And then you have Mr. Fox and, and Rat fighting off here. And, I didn't, you know, it, they could kind of see, but not really. You know, yeah, like, the I wonder.
0: and the
1: But it's so, so cool. Like, even if it's not, like, a callback to that. It was just very well done. Like, and just was really cool to see at the end but then you know his his taste of of the cider is like sewer water cider though mm-hmm. it's like it's not even like but then oh, he's like melted ah gold. melted gold. yeah and he's like still good you know i guess he's dying there that's that's the only taste he's gonna get there so right. uh he better better appreciate it but probably yeah. not the the best sample that he could have gotten can't um, imagine no. can't imagine so okay. um but enough the to get my that... performance first time, though. But uh, No, I'm I love sure.
0: that. I love that. You know, uh, Willem Dafoe, well-deserved. Might not be the last time he gets a performance nod out of you. He's got a few coming up that are really solid in, in the West mm. movies. Um, and he, he's well-deserved. But, uh, yeah, it was the second Jason Schwartzman character nod I've given. Uh, he got the Darjeeling mm. one out of me for Jack. And, uh, you know, mm. got it out of me here for Ash. Like me some Jason Schwartzman lately, man. He's, uh, and, uh, looking forward to his future roles in the West movies because goddamn, is he good. But, uh, Yeah
1: no.
0: I did want to speak to my favorite shot because I am going to go with the waterfall with Mr. Fox standing in front of it. Um, gorgeous fucking imagery there. Oh, Just beautiful. Come on. And that was achieved. That water is saran That's- wrap. Uh-uh. Yeah. That Framed just by ramp. a wrap that they're pulling down slowly.
1: No. No. Yeah. Okay. What I thought what they did is, like, a big perspective shot. That that was somehow, like, just way in the back, and it was actual water. You know, like, mm-hmm. they had that set, and they just cut out a hole, and, like, they actually just had water back there. But I guess... In stop motion, if they actually just had real water, it wouldn't actually look. It would just be a blur. Yeah, it wouldn't actually be. Oh my god, I didn't even. Oh my god, like that. That was the the shot where like my gut instinct was. I'm like, okay, if there's a shot in this movie, like holy shit, this one it felt like it was it. Um, but I think I will go with that opening, that tracking shot. Dude, like it's if I, since you know, I, I want to spread like this, we could have like. 18 different favorite shots for this movie. Oh, almost, like, Um It's a fuck.
0: It's, I mean like just the landscape imagery, you know, whenever they just show the, the silhouetted tree against the autumnal background sky and then the mm. nighttime with the moon in the background and then the Bogus Bunsen bean all side by side, like gorgeous shit, man. There's a, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of beautiful, beautiful fucking shots in this movie. And, uh, made whenever made all the better i think by being shot
1: in camera you know yeah. like that's uh a... whenever they glow it was really you know like oh uh, yeah that's a different like model you know yeah that 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 was really i wonder it looked it looked like they were like illuminated from the inside um, Yeah, you know like sure. uh so like a christmas ornament sort i was gonna of say like, like a christmas maybe. decoration yeah. sort of um... thing is the
0: vibe i was getting they almost certainly were um
1: it's a it's like you're glowing it must must be the light, you know. He's yeah. like he's like holding out his hand. And, it's like what the and he's like. What yeah. the? But then they both glow at the end. I think we're both like, glowing. Yeah, it, I don't. So it's it little. Yeah, it's like little pull throughs like that. That just it doesn't really mean a whole lot, you know. Doesn't get me to to cry or anything necessarily. But it's like ah, just like a nice nice pull throughs that don't. I don't know that I. I that's why I love this movies that it's just, they're everywhere. Um, and
0: once again the the sentimentality with the trinkets and bobbles um we get the uh the the bandit mask for mm-hmm. ash whenever he gets one at the end of the movie it's like fuck yes you know oh, he's yeah. got the stars down the middle and stuff that's pimp you know i i, I loved that shit
1: and yes. uh, why do you have a fake bandit mask on you know he even gets like told off he's like what the heck are you doing why do you have this fake bandit mask on you know mm-hmm. and then and then yeah you get you know you get him. You know, that's after he tells him, like, yeah, it's all my fault. You know, it's my fault that, the, you know, this is all happening. You get that nice moment there. And then he – is it after he does his uh, – he breaks the lock and then lets yeah. the rabies is that when he gets it? Yeah, he's like, yeah. that was the most unbelievable performance I've ever seen out of you. Or, like, you know, just like a, a nice, proud dad moment. Mm-hmm. um And Ash finally gets that, you know, which which was awesome. And, You're an and athlete. the The whole time, the whole, like, wolf – uh when kylie was like oh, have you seen a wolf you know the wolf and everything mm-hmm. i'm like okay so like they're they're going with like the boy who cried wolf thing he's going to be like ah no there's not even one out here but then like i thought it was going to be like the big bad you know a big bad wolf you know eventually and then uh, you get there and it's just like what a beautiful creature you know like uh talks to it in latin he's like oh, i don't think it speaks latin or english then he asks
0: if they're in for a harsh winter in french yeah.
1: <laughs> like winter is coming you know obviously yeah. the wolves know the wolves just know but then the the like breakfast or is it not breakfast club uh what's the ending of of, of the movie with the fist bump in the air it? yeah it is yeah. breakfast club yeah just like the is that like what they were imitating or like was it just uh, like a just like a animal to animal a, yeah
0: solidarity thing like, you know okay kind of <laughs> displayed that like I think it was an overcoming of the Fox's fear of Mr. Fox's fears. You know, he Mm. was like, uh, oh, my God, I never needed to be afraid of this guy. Like these Mm. these creatures are like, again, kind of going with the animals versus human narrative, you know, like Mm. the humans. They view every animal as a threat, you know, Mm -hmm. every everything is like, oh, God, what if they come and attack me? And this wolf is standing off in the distance. The fox looks at him and he goes, oh, shit. I never needed to be afraid of this guy. He's been mm-hmm. far less a problem for me than Bogus Bunsen Bean. You know, like That's they just right. tried to wipe yeah. out my ecosystem. And this wolf's just chilling over there. He's, he's living, you know. I love how he <laughs> can't
1: admit that he's afraid of them, but he says he has a phobia of them, you know. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm not really afraid of them, but I, I do have a phobia of, of, uh, of wolves. And it's like, okay, you know, you're still coming I'm around. You still have, still have a couple things to learn, Mr. Fox. Um, but I don't know. I, like even my line that I almost went with was uh, whenever he was like, "Your tractor uprooted my tree. Your posse came in. You know, kill, or blah blah blah." And he's he says at the end, he's like, "I'm not leaving without that necktie." You know, even at the at the end there, like mm-hmm. it's starting good and it's like, "Okay, yeah, you're doing good." And he's like, "You're still attached." You know, it's like still attached to the necktie. But then seconds later, he's like, ah, "We can go without it." You know, where, here, where yeah. did I park? Um, yeah. sort of thing. And it's like, okay, like th- that was. You know, just a a nice little thing to to show that he's he's moving on. You know, he's not just gonna in you know endanger all the lives of everyone just to get his his not even functioning tail back anymore. But it's detachable now. It's like a clip on tie. You know, it's it's uh it's very what's the word um, practical? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, um, I don't I don't know. It'd probably be I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that how that would really work if it'd be like uncomfortable you know like when he sits down now if it's just like that little safety pin i, I, right, right, I don't right. want to think about it i guess um <laughs> but but no i like the ending there um like just when they're all in the the grocery store you know ah. just dancing and like having a good like, time you they see say like all the...
0: foxes are slightly allergic to linoleum but it's cool to the paw try it yeah. they say my tail needs to be dry cleaned twice a month but now it's fully de- detachable see they say our tree may never grow back, but one day something will. That's another one that I was like very close uh, to picking, you know. Uh, that's good. You know, our, they say our tree may never grow back, but one day something will. Yes, mm. these crackles are made of synthetic goose and these giblets come from artificial squab. And even these apples look fake, but at least they've got stars on them. I guess. I love that is, he's...
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, go no, he's got it. the bright
0: side in mind. Mm. I and guess he's... my point is we'll eat tonight and we'll eat together. And even in this not particularly flattering light, you are, without a doubt, the five and a half most wonderful wild animals I've ever met in my life. <laughs> so let's raise our light. boxes.
1: Lights turn on right at that moment, too, just yeah. because why not, you know? Of course. And he's standing on an actual soapbox, On a too, literal soapbox, You box. know, like, yeah. literally. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's nice. Um, but then also... I noticed that Ashes, you know, they're all drinking apple apple cider and that other juice boxes. It's He's having great. great. and I'm like, oh man, you know, like it's just different. a little a little detail that it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be there. It could have all been drinking apple juice, and I would have, you know, felt all the emotional you know things that I, I should have felt. But but just that little addition of of changing Ashes' drink was like oh like oh that's so it's cute, just a little different. Um, and was it um. Cause I think there were like some superhero posters or something in his room, and is that like yeah. what? He, that's like what he's trying to imitate, right? Is that like the white cape or something like that? Yeah, white.
0: Yeah, um, I can't remember exactly what the hero is called, but it's like white paw or something like yeah. that. It's, uh, but yeah, basically. Um I don't know. with Ash the cape was, and uh, the sweatpants tucked into the socks. What are you wearing?
1: Yeah, I have. Ash was close um, to my favorite character, but on first watch, I think I just I really focused more on just mr fox i mean it's the movie you know he's the titular character here um so i was just you know and he has a lot of lines in the movie as well a lot of focus um so that's that i did go with with mr fox for my character this run around but i feel like on on rewatch i'll, I'll go from ash to to miss fox to like to even Mrs. kylie fox sometimes cool. you know oh, like Ky- yeah I- it, like
0: I watched it for the fourth time today, and I was like, I might pick Kylie, man. Kylie, yeah, hilarious. Like,
1: it's crazy uh, how every side character I th- I feel like I'll actually like more, um, whenever I watch it, um, again and again. And there's, there's a, a like,
0: one of my favorite exchanges in the movie is between Mr. Fox and Kylie when he goes, "Uh, who am I, Kylie? Who how? Mm. What now? Why a fox? Why not a horse or a beetle mm. or a bald eagle?" I'm saying this more as, like, existentialism. (laughs) Who am I? And how can a fox ever be happy without, you'll forgive the expression, a chicken in its teeth? And then Kylie goes, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds illegal. Um, (laughs) Like... (laughs) It's just, like, because he hasn't very specific, like, you know, the how can a fox be happy without a chicken in its teeth? That's the only thing that's, like, a little on the edge there. But the idea that even questioning your existence he's like i don't Hmm. know what you're talking about but it sounds illegal like uh i don't i don't think i like thinking about that very much you know Uh, i don't i don't think we should be allowed to do that um i I love me some kylie i love that he lives there
1: yeah he does live with them doesn't he yeah Yeah. he just yeah i don't know they're because what was he living with them before or was it after like the first heist that they had together so uh,
0: this took me a couple of watches to catch but when weasel who is played by wes anderson by the way the realtor um okay. the realtor weasel yeah. um when he walks in kylie they the the tree they buy kylie is working on the sink in the kitchen he's the super he works on That's he works right. on
1: build. okay so he doesn't That's live
0: right. there um so oh, once they move in okay. he lives with them um when they're fighting and the dig's about to happen and he's like, it's always something with you two. You say something, then you say something and it all changes back again. And uh, then the fox, Mr. Fox runs up the walls and stuff like an animal would where they like jump off. Like, I, I just mm-hmm. adored the little details. And like the scale is so fascinating to me, too. Like seeing just how small every one of them actually is, you know, when we see the little Mm. hole they dug after they blow up the tree and stuff. Yeah. And it's like no bigger than their feet. Yeah. Uh,
1: That was interesting. I guess the, I guess, like the humans were a little smaller than I get, you know, like, I guess, I don't know, but I wonder if, is it just to show the like, they are so small in your tree and like such a big threat, you yeah. know, like they're oh, yeah, like, super small. Like, like cause they blew I up wonder- this
0: entire tree and then yeah. there's a tiny hole.
1: Yeah. 80 bit. Yeah. <laughs> but and the, meanwhile the whole time they're just getting everything stolen from him you know mm. like they're digging he's like ah we got to dig in a very particular direction you just gotta why fill this... out the vibe
0: why know? did he write with magazine cutout letters i don't know but you did the same thing i don't think i trust this guy
1: but you know like uh sign it? why would they sign they even you know that they, they signed it at the bottom so it's like the little it's and we yeah, know like... who
0: they are they're trying to kill us why <laughs> yeah, wouldn't they... we know who they are
1: We it, know. Uh, it's just it's actually funny like that's the thing it's the it's not just I don't know little quips and here and there it's like I don't know I was actually like laughing like a lot like I think maybe that's that's where more of the enjoyment for for this movie comes instead of like the the cry and like the the emotion emotional moments that we got with the previous ones it's it's just kind of switched with feel good I don't comedy laughs yeah. and and pull throughs that you get for characters and stuff like that so but no know, you no know, I, I thought.
0: He thinks we're in for a hard winter.
1: Yeah, like, what a... I don't know. You gotta... This is... I feel like way harder to write a movie like this and be funny. And, like, have a good story behind it. Mm. When, like, I don't know. I feel like this is just... It's so much more complicated to go through all of these hoops than to just, like, be on a train. And just literally film what's happening. You know, I don't want to discredit what it takes to make that movie at all. Right. Um, it's still fantastic but i think like this is you have to think everything through like every shot has to be meticulously thought out like the smoke that was like in there like all the like it was just like cotton, cotton ball, ball or like cotton yeah. yeah like just pulled apart and i'm like that's just so cool you know that that's cool you know like someone i don't know like that that was sick um the the whole like war sequence like whenever they were first throwing the acorns like
0: bean. Know, one fat, one short one lean uh. Horrible crooks
1: so different and looks when I'm the nonetheless equally mean. I was like, Oh, this shit goes
0: crazy.
1: Yeah, and then the little banjo, little doodle like the
0: doodle doodle la doodle babo
1: And then he actually missed, uh
0: like I have what? this movie on the Criterion Collection Blu ray and it, it comes with like a little introduction to the movie done by that guy <laughs> and he like breaks down the cast and all the all the uh Oh. characters and he's he's animated like his character is like and he's like hey i'm this guy i sing a song in the movie and uh, uh so we've got wow. george clooney playing mr fox and meryl street that'd be playing cool this. oh
1: yeah because i guess he does do that and in, in all like because in royal tenenbaums they kind of went yeah, through everybody whole... in life aquatic i didn't they no I, I, that was more I, of like I, let me show you my boat i guess yeah. kind of there was that. That wasn't at the be. Was that at the very beginning, though?
0: That wasn't at the very beginning. It took a little bit to get there, but it wasn't super far into it. Um, hmm.
1: But then, uh, I don't know. I, I f- that would have been really cool to see, though. The I don't know that because I feel like that's a very West End. An- I don't know. Is that do other people do that sort of thing? Like just introduce the characters like that at the beginning of mo- you know? Because uh, like there are some movies that the credits are at the beginning you know like that's right. not that's not an uncommon thing. thing but um, yeah um i don't no, know. I feel that's... like actually making it part of the movie in like a fun interactive way like just showing who everyone is giving a little bit about them you know is like i don't know i don't really see that a whole lot
0: no it's anyway, a fun so i think it's a fun but... little process and it would have been mm-hmm. uh, worthwhile to to get that mm-hmm. out of like uh, the darjeeling limited or something like that mm-hmm. i
1: think
0: that would have been yeah would have been cool but uh there's an ambiguity. There's an ambiguity to like some of the characters they introduce in the Darjeeling Limited, as we discussed on the last episode. So like, uh, you know, you can't just be like Bill Murray as the dad. You know, like a uh...
1: yeah, that's true. Um,
0: um, but no, nah, man, I uh, I fucking love this movie. Uh, like I said, it is my most watched movie this year. Um, I, I will say I don't think it's quite my favorite uh, Wes Anderson movie. Um I think I would have it at fourth.
1: Really? And we've
0: only discovered Oh of
1: all. Okay. Of all. Yes. Wait, In, of all the ones that we've covered?
0: No. No. Okay. Uh, of of all. the ones okay. we've covered, second. Uh behind the Darjeeling Limited. The Darjeeling okay. Limited, I absolutely adore. Um and I, I can't confidently there's also this fact that like if a movie does make me sob, I typically put it over the one that makes me laugh. Fair. Uh
1: yeah. Or just because to evoke an emotional comfort.
0: reaction that way is so
1: difficult. Um, yeah. If I want to watch a really good, like, movie and have a good cry, I'll go to Darjeeling first. Darjeeling Limited. You know? If I, or... I want to comfort, you know, just a nice, easy hour and a half. And that's lap, why
0: Fantastic know? Mr. Fox is there, man. It is such an easy, easy watch. And that's why I have watched more than anything else this year. You know, like, that's, that's what makes it so enjoyable. Shit, after I finished it today, I watched half of it again. As soon as I finished it. I just turned it on again. Um
1: It's I don't know, I feel like I can't speak on my second watch, but I know I'm going to be like trying to notice, you know, all these little little things that I didn't pick up on at first. Um and just now knowing where the story goes, you know, instead of having to figure it out, you know, the first time. But I I don't know, I feel like I was kind of more lost um and not lost in a bad way, but lost in not knowing where the story was gonna go in the previous three this one was pretty cut and dry, you know. This one was just like very simple story, but that like is the strength to it, you know. It's it's right. a very simple story, very simple line deliveries, but but still hits, you know, just as hard. Still makes you think of all these crazy real world applications of like, mm. oh wow, are our farmers in real life actually, you know, like you know like this and and um, how you know how do I treat animals, you know, and, right? And, and, and then. <laughs> Also just like the actual character development that they see and it's like oh like yeah I, I shouldn't be you know pissed off that I'm different I shouldn't you know think of it as a bad thing or try to try to just show off for other people just so that I I feel better at the end of the day you know it's like why am I doing it for other people you know s- sort of thing um but then what really matters is the people that you care about you know like the the five you know the five and a half yeah. um the, you guys are the five, five and I don't know what the, like. uh, Does he call them wild animals at at mm-hmm. at the end there? I don't know, but like five Probably and a half, half best wild important. animals, yeah, I've be, ever known. yeah. And I don't know, it's just a very feel good, um, very resonant man. Yeah. And it's uh, the first
0: of two movies written by Noah Baumbach, as far as I know, that end with a dance number in a supermarket. Funny enough, huh.
1: wow. Uh, what's the other one
0: uh white noise netflix original starring adam driver and greta gerwig um,
1: wow, ends with that...
0: a dance number in a supermarket and okay. as soon as i watched that after i watched fantastic mr fox uh just a couple weeks ago and i was like what the fuck what that's a... interesting how how do you how do you do like what what was the thought process did he like i i like it's a, it's this not that it doesn't dramatically sense. fit in yeah. white noise. It makes sense, but it's like, huh? I wonder if he had to have pulled from what he did with Fantastic Mr. Fox and went ahead and it's a much more ambiguous, open, weird movie than Fantastic hmm. Mr. Fox is. Um, and that ending is like, oh okay, hmm. sure. Uh, that movie, all in all, is kind of an oh okay, sure kind of movie. But uh,
1: very, I know this. This one was nice, like the the suspense building up, and he's like taking him. He's like, "Oh, I wonder what's up here, you know? I wonder if we open up this yeah. manhole we'll cover, like what's gonna be out there? I guess you know we could all die. It could be really bad. I don't really you know, know like, but just do it, Foxy. You know, you're he's a like, all right, actor. I mean, we know what's coming, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Was that like kind of a like a fourth, fourth like wall break, like a yeah. meta, you know, kind of being like, well, you know, you're in this movie, George, but you know, you're not honestly doing a whole lot. You're just like yeah, you know, just deliver
0: doing you're a bad whatever, actor,
1: George." Um, uh no.
0: Nah. George Clooney's a pretty solid actor. I enjoy him a lot. But uh Oh, and that's the thing too, is that like while he didn't have to reach a lot and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't do a character voice necessarily. You know, he sounds like George Clooney sounds. This is Oh yeah. This he's he's not changing his voice at all. He does do a really good job at capturing a char- this character, I think. You know, like uh yeah. whenever uh I hear him talk as fantastic Mr. Fox. I've gotten to a point now where I don't hear George Clooney. I hear Mr. Fox, you know, mm-hmm. um, like when he does smile when he does pull his teeth back and he's like, wow, that's great news. We're going to have a cup, you know, like that's, that's some, that's some pretty good shit. I, I enjoy that, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, he, he wasn't my first choice for performance by any means. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't even second. Uh,
1: maybe, maybe not even third. um, yeah, I mean, I'd probably go with Willem Dafoe, who actually got it, and then probably Jason Schwartzman after that, and then Meryl Streep. Yeah. And then maybe George. Yeah. And he's probably fourth. Pro- probably fourth. Um, you know, um,
0: pro- probably right
1: there. No, he, he'll get my character nod for for this one because, I don't know, I really do, like, appreciate the – whenever he does, like, take back and he's like, oh, man, I you know, I, I do kind of do all of these things. Wrong, and now I'm realizing it. Now I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna talk to my wife, and I'm gonna. I do I'm try gonna... to be
0: the quote unquote fantastic Mr. Fox, you know. Yeah.
1: Uh, even the second toast that he gave, you know, I gave a toast before, and I didn't really like it. I want to I read. You know, it's actually it,
0: kind know? of a good thing that that happened. I wasn't liking the toast I was giving, so <laughs> let me actually, go again.
1: Yeah, that whole feast that we had set up, and the whole it, beautiful everything we had. The piano—they got a piano down there somehow. Uh, mm. They—I don't know these animals. They—they are. They're, I don't know, living, living it up, kind of. Um, they make do. Even though it's in know. a sewer. Um, I love the
0: idea that the badger's just got a flint mine. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I have a domain down here. My my wife's down there with 27 brats.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if it's more of, like, animals will always find a way. You know, like, animals yeah. will always survive. The earth will always be here, you know. It's it's only, uh, like, we have the chance of of maybe not. You know, like we are dumb enough to actually kill every human on earth. You know, um, you can't really say the same for any animal. I don't, yeah, no, no that's what's that.
0: funny is we're dumb enough to do that. We're also smart enough to have the capability we of doing have something
1: that like capability that, that like, yeah. we actually do. Um, which, yeah, you can't, that's not the same for any other, other animal. You know, even the smartest animal on earth, probably a dolphin. Dolphin. Um, yeah. Like what do they have I don't, who knows maybe we we haven't explored the ocean, maybe they got nuclear silos down there waiting, you know waiting but but yeah, no they the I, I are waiting
0: for their day to strike yeah.
1: and uh, they're just waiting for all of us to to leave and and get rid of ourselves first, but but no i like this is i love the just the survival aspect and and the the embracing the differences between everyone and and that you know stronger together sort of thing and you, you were right about like the revolutionary you know kind of aspect to the to the movie where you know because at first everyone was pissed that they had to even be there in the first place but then they were they were all very into it and they're like whenever he was starting to break down what everyone was going to do and like the plan of everything you know everyone was was on it you know they were throwing out those acorns and Three misses, twenty-one hits, or whatever you yeah. know, and, like, marking them, marking them down like twenty-seven, the... twenty-seven pine cones fired, twenty-four <laughs> targets hit. Yeah, like Miss Fox is absolutely going to town on that mural, you know, like and like how that just came back, like she was a, a landscape artist, you know, the best yeah, in the land. Drone, and then now drone, drone, drone. she's like actually, like, yeah, it's like the dr- like it's like a bird's eye view, like if they actually had like a drone up there, so it's like, yeah. Even, like, the the farmers went about it very rudimentary. They were just like, all right, well, let's just try to shoot him when he comes out of the tree. Okay, that didn't work. They're like, yep, that didn't work. Okay, now let's just dig as much as we can. Well, all right, that didn't work. Now let's just blow it up. And then, but, you know, the animals come back with a plan, and they just absolutely go to, you know, they tear the humans apart. Um, light everything on fire. You know the the first acorn. They're like, "Ha, you guys suck!" You know what was that? And just yeah. pew, 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 you just see see all of them start flying. Got the um, rabbit jumping
0: out of there. He's like <laughs> dodging everything. The mouse yeah. behind him. Badger's there. Like everyone's everyone's coming <laughs> out of the coming like, out D-day.
1: of the manhole. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like it very fun. You know, like humans should have just wiped them out. Like if I don't know, they it was the easiest you know, they were coming out of one place and one place only, <laughs> you know. Man, you guys were pretty, you know, pretty bad. Um, yeah. Just got outsmarted by a bunch of animals. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I I love that, that you know, not war, but, like, I, just revolution, you know, like, just that, yeah. like, No, it was the animals
0: revolution. You know, they're, they're, they they you they know, rose know. up. They fought the fight, you
1: know. Uh, now they I, got I, a whole supermarket that they're going to go to every weekend, you know. My
0: Chronus uh whenever he he's like, Yeah, I wanna fight. He's the tiny little guy and he goes out there, he's he's chucking bombs, he's he's doing what he can for the cause. You know? Oh, yeah. uh,
1: every every shit. role matters. Every person matters, you know. Um every little thing. Um But yeah, the, from... the
0: supermarket at the end, being owned by Bogus Bunsen being lovely. Uh this conflict will not be over anytime
1: soon, if I had to guess so myself. In um, my head canon is they they uh they don't let them know. They don't really take a whole lot from the supermarket. They take just each time. enough, and only on the weekends when they close early. You know, so they they stock up every weekend. They go back down there, like whether they're living in the I guess was it were they still living in the sewer or was it yeah a, yeah. So I mean I I just I feel like that real estate's gonna go crazy now. You know, like yeah, that, you everything's know. just gonna flourish.
0: Christopherson's um, dad's out of the hospital. He's ta- he's already talking to Weasel about uh, finding a place in our sewer system. Well, yeah, now is the time to buy.
1: Yeah, uh. <laughs> 2009, also, um, the movie oh, came out, right. so funny. wow, I didn't even realize that, but it's like yeah, actually a literal, you know, I wish I was, you know, I'm seeing these memes everywhere, like when yeah. I'm, when I'm, you know, nine years old, but I, I wish I would have bought, bought, bought a house, a house you know, instead of being mine. Damn, like, yeah. damn it, dog damn it. you know, well, we can't, we can't go back. Uh, no, we're about to. That's all right. that's true maybe we we don't make the same mistake twice you know we're about that age where we're we're gonna need a house and maybe they come real cheap here in a couple years or right sooner than that but
0: (laughs) we have to go back where Mm -hmm. we're going we don't need homes uh man we do uh but uh no man I, i i thoroughly thoroughly enjoy this movie i it's it's an odd one for me where i think previously if you look at all our ratings i'd be willing to bet the enjoyment has been higher than your crit- than the critical rating I, and i think this one for mm-hmm. me on a personal note would be flipped i think i would have this higher critically than i would enjoyment wise yeah. and uh, yeah, that's rare you. You know, that doesn't happen with a with lot with anything you know uh. Yeah. Um,
1: and you're, you're right here. Like, usually the enjoyment's higher by a pretty significant margin, too, than, like yeah. the critical. Like, the closest one is uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. We had an 8.5 enjoyment and an 8, critically. Mm. Um, but then um, Life Aquatic, we had a 9.5 enjoyment and then 8.25 for critical. So a little dip there. And then last movie, Darjeeling, we had 9.75 for enjoyment and 9 for critical. Mm. Um, so I don't know, I feel I, honestly I feel like the, the critical one might be the easier one to tackle here first, like rating wise. And I but like I, I, I do agree is that like it's funny and I do enjoy this movie. Like I, I'm not having a bad time, but I am more taken back by how how it was made and how
0: impressive this is as a feat.
1: Yeah. And the sto- like and the story as well. Like it actually <laughs> like, was an impactful story. Yeah, we've Uh talked
0: about the beauty and simplicity, you know, before, like how just because something is easier to do doesn't make it necessarily worse. You know, the story is Mm -hmm. extremely simple, but because it's simple, you can make that shit better. You know, you can make it so good if you're just telling a straightforward story. And that's what this one's doing. You know, I think that uh, the story works really well. I don't have any qualms with any of the voice voice performances. You yeah. know, I thought they all did really, really good. Even Owen Wilson's little part where he he explains the rules to whack bat whenever uh, Christopherson walks over to uh, or not Christopherson, whenever Ash walks over to Agnes and he's like, what's that stand for? And she's like, it's uh, it's for Pep. He's like, for Pep, it's a K in the background. Owen Wilson's polar bear like runs over. is like, yep, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Let's go. Uh, mm-hmm. and like uh, he just he's just running by in the background, you know. Like I love shit like that. It's so it's mm. so simple. It's so funny. Oh, I did want to drop a little fun fact too. The plane that they do use to fly by in the background is promoting B- uh Bogus Bunsen beam uh supermarkets opening. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see which that. Which we do see at the end as it having opened, <laughs> um, Dang. which is hilarious. But. uh
1: yeah, I really got to dive into how this movie was made, because, I like, that, that really interests me. Like, just VFX and, like, actual CG, like, that sort of stuff interests me. But this is, like, just more impressive, in my opinion. Like, actually, like, yeah, this is, like, hands on, like, they're literally moving these things and taking a picture, you know? Like, I don't know, like, that's just... I don't even want to think. Like, I, I feel like I, I'd rather learn how to do vfx like i don't even know how to do it myself i just like you know the technicality <laughs> side but i'd rather go down that route than try to like actually do this um, right just the the work that it took is nuts yeah 50 something thousand. that makes sense you know thousands tens of thousands of shots that's incredible
0: well, it's st- like there's a movie released last year that just same you know stop motion. Mm-hmm. Designed the Guillermo del Torrio's, uh Pinocchio. Mm. Um, that shit, like a different breed as far mm. as stop motion is concerned. Like the fact that this is fifty six thousand shots. I'm pretty sure this is like, it's like a different fucking level. But like every like it's just like for there to be levels to it like that is astonishing oh. because this movie is fucking gorgeous.
1: 161,000 for Pinocchio. Uh, there's also the fact
0: that that movie, Pinocchio is uh, two hours, it's yeah. an additional 30 minutes. So that helps. Um, oh my God. That one is just like, because there's something that they did with the style specifically of this one, where they wanted to emphasize that it was stop motion. Yeah, you can hardly tell that Pinocchio is stop motion. Like it's so smooth but you're says, just yeah, like
1: it's 24 frames a second, which is yeah. what every movie this is, is normally. At. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Mr. Fox is 12 frames per second. So it, it wow. emphasizes that kind of like 60s, 70s holiday specials, like Rudolph, the red nose mm-hmm. reindeer and yeah. shit, you know, like that's kind of the vibe it's presenting to you. And, uh, it's, it is much oh. more choppy and, uh, doesn't have that same effect that Pinocchio does. But uh, regardless, they're both extremely resonant movies. I just wanted to speak to the stop motion Marvel Mm -hmm. that is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio because it's fucking brilliant. But uh, man, critically, this is going to be a, a tough one to nail down for me just because I do think it's as well made as the Darjeeling limited, if not better simply for the, marvel of how difficult a movie like this is to create, you know? Um mm-hmm. And I'd be willing to elevate it at least a quarter of a point. 925.
1: It's kind of my maybe, gut.
0: Maybe 9.5.
1: Before I even, like, looked at the, the scores and looked at what they all were, my gut was just like, yeah, 9 out of 10. I don't know why, but then I'm like, it is a little better made than Darlie Jean, you know? And and. Uh, 9.5 that i don't know maybe it's not that much better made but i mean it's still i i think i'm, I'm right there i'm right at, at 925 uh, yeah, i think because i'd, I'd
0: argue well. that darjeeling limited is better written um mm-hmm. but okay. i and visually it's gorgeous the performances are brilliant um so that's that's the other thing is that there's a balance there um where I think this movie is more beautiful to look at, it is more satisfying in that regard. But it's not uh, the only place I would say that it's not better than the Darjeeling Limited is writing. Um, so it. a nine two five, I feel good about.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that as well. I'm in agreement. See now. I'm- this one is interesting. I haven't really quite thought about enjoyment-wise, but it I do I do agree with what you said a little earlier about like I'd rather kind of watch a movie that makes me cry, like a like a like a real good cry than than like a just a comedic, feel-good movie. Right. Yeah, um, and
0: I think there's there's a balance there as far as the enjoyment rating is concerned, mm-hmm. you know, like a I typically rate a movie that makes me sob higher than a movie that makes me giggle, you know, Mm -hmm. and this movie makes me laugh. It does make me tear up, but it doesn't have a I wonder if it remembers me moment. It doesn't Mm. have it doesn't have the weight of the moments that uh, other other
1: movies have so far in this little director spotlight are easier to laugh. Than it is to, you know, you have to really do something. you got to. Gotta make, you know, well,
0: it's especially like... the way these movies have been making me cry. You know, yeah. it sneaks up on you. You don't even realize it's going to resonate with you that mm-hmm. way. And then something happens and you fucking break. And you're like, oh, wait a fucking minute, dog. This is.
1: I, yeah, I care this much about this yeah. movie. Yeah. It's like you're what's... crying and it's like a confused cry. And you're like, why yeah. am I crying? But I, it when feels I right. I feel like, like this. I think yeah. I'm supposed to be crying. But. Yeah, no, I I don't think it it should diminish it that much, you know? Like it's it's just yeah. a different kind of emotion that they're trying to in, invoke. Um and there are there are some, you know, actual moments where I do tear up a little bit. Uh so there there is that. Um but I think I don't know, I think the the short run time will bode well, like for the, you mm. know, just how easy it is to watch. Oh, um, so easy to watch. It it is just a very, you know, a comfort movie instead of a um I got not an uncomfortable movie but like pur- purposefully getting you outside of your comfort zone you know mm. to make you emotional um so diff- just different different kinds of movies but i think i'm still pretty high on it oh yeah um, i would go 875 or 9
0: okay. that's where that's yeah, where I my like, gut takes me i like
1: that cuz royal ten of bombs out of five, and i'm like mm. i think yeah i can't put that on the same level i don't think i think i i enjoy this a little bit more. That's but...
0: where that li- that line is. You know, Royal Tenenbaums does make me. It it has the same tear up effect that this one did, but not in the oh this is really nice to watch way, uh, more in the mm-hmm. oh my god this is devastatingly sad way. Um, but it doesn't make me sob the way other movies have.
1: Um, Let's see. So I think I'm in like the eight seven five nine range. Um, is where I'm at. Okay. Let's see. If it is an 8.75, rounds it out to about a 91%. If it is a 9, puts it up to a 92. Um, So not much difference. Um, Yeah, I think it deserves it. I think it deserves it. Um, So yeah, 9.17 technically, um, but a 92% there. Hmm. Um, Let's see. IMDB gives it a 7.9 rating-wise. Notice we t- are very kind compared to the typical I feel three. there's probably a lot of people who just do, they, uh, it, it is fair to say that some people might just not like Wes Anderson's style hmm. um, Like I, I just happen to really enjoy it and I really yeah, do like it um, but I feel like it is kind of like a, a love or hate, you're, you're not going to really be in, in the middle um, not be with different. Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes critically it was 93 but the audience gave it an 85 which i, I think there you go. speaks to that a little more uh that yeah. Yeah, i think we were right in thinking that it, it is critically better than mm. like enjoyment wise um, so yeah okay no oh yeah so with
0: a 92% that's where we rate fantastic mr fox it ends up being second right behind darjeeling limited at a 93 um barely behind it barely behind it. But uh we do have a slight shift in plans for the future of our uh Wes Anderson director mm-hmm. spotlight. As Asteroid City, releasing on June 16th, has a lot in common as far as release date with The Flash and Elementals, a DC and Pixar movie. So <laughs> the wide release is not as likely as we would like. Um it will not be playing in our local theater at all and we will have to go 30 to 45 minutes away to see it the week after so all that means is we get to round out all of wes anderson's filmography uh we're gonna go ahead and cover bottle rocket and mount rushmore or not mount rushmore rushmore um after after we finish the french dispatch we're gonna go ahead and round that out um unless something changes and they end up do showing it i don't think they will um, i think we are gonna have to go and wait until June 23rd at least to see it. So everything's just pushed back to pushed back a week. Not much of a change, but just wanted you all to be aware of that. So we got Moonrise Kingdom and Grand Budapest Hotel next week. We've got uh, the Isle of Dogs and the French Dispatch the week after that, and then Bottle Rocket and Rushmore the week after that. So lots to look forward to in the Wes Anderson director spotlight, and I cannot wait to do it. If you would head to patreoncom slash pennybloom pod, where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of written reviews, uh, comic book reviews, uh, movie reviews and the like. I just reviewed the little mermaid earlier this week and I feel very good about it. Quick little 2000 word review that it took me about an hour to write. Very, very fun. Uh, very uh i i feel it's a good read and it's available for you to read for free if you want to go ahead and check that out uh just head to patreon.com/pennybloompod it'll give you a little taste for my writing style the way that i like to write things and uh if you want to read more of it i got plenty over there um and our patreon content at large like i said very enjoyable 50 hours of it i think i, I think we're at like 130 something exclusive posts like there's a ton of shit over there on patreon if you want to check it out so for three dollars a month you can support this podcast financially which is huge because it costs me money and i don't make any off of it unless it's over there head to twitter follow at penny Bloom pod and follow on instagram at penny Bloom podcast leave a five star rate and review wherever you are listening and remember to download that helps me a lot um thank you joseph george for joining me
1: uh, well thank you for having me it's always a pleasure to be here oh and it's always a pleasure to have you and remember
0: Peace, love, and bloom, and let's raise our boxes to our survival.